Hello everybody, this is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur, and we are here today with Scott, who is going to be helping you out about podcasts, and he's going to be sharing some amazing tips and his journey as becoming a podcaster. So before we get to that part, and I just want to say this is sponsored by Simple Podcast Cloud. If you're in the market for looking for a podcast host, do check us out by going to simplepodcastcloud.com and there you will find a 14-day free trial with no credit card as you can do whatever you want with that and take full advantage of our platform. So Scott, please take your time to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Cool. Thanks for having me on the show, Mark. I really appreciate it. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I work at ClickFunnels um, and on the side, I also have two podcasts and I also build funnels for clients. So sort of pretty busy juggling those three activities. Uh, I've sort of got the red eyes happening a bit at the moment, a bit, bit tired, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's better to be busy than not to be busy. Um, De- so I'll go on. Sorry. Yep. No, I was going to say definitely is definitely is a good thing to be busy and not to be busy. You know, you don't want to be bored at home and they'd be like, oh, crap, can't, can't, can't wait until, you know, nine o'clock comes and I can do something else because the time literally slows down when you have nothing to do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like to keep busy. Um, so with the podcasting, um, I started that. Well, actually, I first started it about six or seven years ago, but it didn't last long. Um, I probably, I think I did about five or six episodes. Uh, I think the um, the name of that podcast was Low Cost Marketing. But um, yeah, I, I didn't really have a clear idea of what I, why I was doing the podcast and um, and exactly, you know, have a, a long-term vision of it. So I ended up sort of giving up after about five or six episodes. But then uh, fast forward to the very beginning of this year or, or the very ending of last year, I sort of made the decision or the commitment to to do two podcast episodes every week and launch a podcast called Funnel Fella Radio, um, which is obviously about funnels and, you know, working at ClickFunnels and building funnels, then I'm pretty well qualified to be talking about funnels. Um, and I managed to to launch it and to stick with it. And so far, we're in, you know, the first week of September, I'm up to about episode number 70. And um, I've been able to to stick to that schedule. Um, and initially, I was just sort of talking. Um, and, um, you know, I just had a topic and I'd talk about it. The, the first few episodes, as you'd expect, weren't particularly great. Um, but as I got into it, I got better and better, and then I started interviewing people uh, such as Mark. Mark's been on my podcast as well a few weeks, a uh, few weeks ago, and um, yeah, the interviews have, have become really interesting, um, and it sort of inspired me to start up a second podcast, which is called SAS Startup Stories, which was the podcast that Mark was actually on, um, and yeah, so I'm sort of doing the two podcasts together, and and I've found that podcasting for me is a excellent way to meet people to get your name out there to generate leads and to yeah to just basically to enjoy yourself so that's sort of my story for podcasting so far and i must say first of all congratulations on finishing your 70 podcast episode 
Good for you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and that that is a really good story. And I'm so glad to hear, at least when you said when you first started, your first couple episodes were great, which is truly not the case for most people. At least for me, the first case was like when I first started and when I recorded my episode and listened to my own voice, I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. So I'm really, really glad. I was really, really glad to hear you felt like your, your was great and it was great. So, so can you walk me through like when you recorded your first podcast and before you even record the first podcast, right? What was some of the things that you were like, oh my God, I need to get this. I need to get this. I need to have this and blah, 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 blah. So what was your do list at the time before you recorded your first podcast? Yeah, well, right in the very beginning, the the main thing for me was just to keep doing them. So I didn't really plan out the episodes um, to to a high degree, but obviously I had to set things up, such as getting the the intro and the outro recorded. So I, I got someone from Fiverr to do that. Uh, the the logo, uh, which I've since changed. The the original logo was it looked like a five year old had sort of put it together, but I've I've upgraded uh, the logos. And then, of course, the other thing uh, is the, the podcast hosting service as well. Um, so, unfortunately, I wasn't aware of uh, Simple Podcast Cloud at the time, so I signed up with Libsyn. Um, and because I've got two podcasts now, they're charging me for both of them. So, uh, and as Mark mentions as well, there's there's a limit on the, the amount of bandwidth. Um, so... Unfortunately, I wasn't aware of the of Mark's company back then, but um, so I signed up with them, um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much all. Those were the three main things: the intro, the outro, uh, also the logo, and then the the hosting service. And then, of course, you've got to actually start r recording the episodes. Um, so I was just using Zoom to record myself talking. Uh, I didn't have any virtual background back then. It was a pretty horrible background, actually. It's pretty embarrassing looking back on it. But uh, listening to other people's stories, it's best to just keep your original episodes, even whether they're good or not, and just to keep going because uh, otherwise you, you lose that the beginning part of the story. So even though, you know, it was pretty amateurish in the beginning, um, I've managed to improve over time. I still want to get a better microphone and a better uh, webcam as well. They're, they're two things. I've actually invested in a microphone recently uh, from Amazon because at the moment I'm just using these headphones and I know the sound is a little bit crackly and it's not brilliant. But but the main thing for me initially, like the point I'm trying to get across is I just wanted to get the episodes done. They weren't going to be perfect, but the, the most important thing was to get them done and to, to do two a week. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to do two a week in the beginning? That's pretty brave. <laughs> Most people are like, I just want to do one and that's it. We're good with that. Like when I first started, it was like one a week. And that particular episode itself took a lot out of me. So what was your framework when you were like, oh, uh, when you were like, okay, you did like, say, for example, you did your first five episode. However you did it, you had a blast. It seems like you did because you were like went right through it, which is great. So what happens after your fifth episode? Did you have a structure that you follow or did that structure change where you are now? I'm assuming it might have because as you and I both know, it changes every time. Yeah, for me, probably the first 20 episodes were just me coming up with a topic. Um, and to be honest with you, I was sort of like writing out notes and then almost reading them from the from the screen, which 
isn't the most professional way of doing it. Um, but, you know, I, I knew that I was going to struggle if I, unless I had something to refer to, right. um, I was going to get lost. So that for the, about the first 20 episodes, that was sort of how I was, get, I was getting through it. And um, there was a few times where I had to stop the recording and start again. It was getting a little bit frustrating. But, but I got through that stage and then um, I realised that, well, all right, so I've got 20 episodes now. Um, people will start to take me a little bit more seriously and I can start trying to get people onto the show to interview because that was the initial idea anyway. I wanted to interview people rather than just, you know, talk myself. So um, I, I started then approaching people for interviews and I've got a few decent names. Uh, obviously, you know, not everybody says yes, but you've got to get out there and ask and um, work out the best sort of system for or the most efficient system for contacting people and then, um, you know, getting them interested in the show and giving them a reason why they should be on there, you know, what's in it for them. Um, and, yeah, it's sort of just sort of morphed from there. Um, and now I, I only do interviews. I don't do any uh, where, where I'm talking myself because uh, I, I think that for me it, it's a better episode if I'm actually interviewing somebody else uh, and asking them questions. Oh, it definitely helps out in my for my personal opinion that it helps out in terms of it works twofold one you get to interview somebody else help them out grow their personal brand or whatever they're trying to promote number two you get to learn another thing from another human being that you probably may not have known and then you know like i said it only takes one idea to take yourself to the next idea i mean next level not another idea but you know like it's food for thought. What I always say is like, like when you eat, you feed your body and ideas are food for your brain. So if you have a new brand new idea, it's like, holy cow. Like when I first created, uh, created this simple podcast cloud, I have an idea and then it's like, oh, that's a really good idea. And it's literally filled my own uh, a need. And now we have a company that's doing pretty well. So yeah, definitely, you know, new ideas are always that's why that's why i personally love interviewing other individuals so like i get to learn like so many different things so throughout your interviewing people and your so far your podcast journey has there been any interview that sticks out the most that you like you felt like you learned so much that you didn't know about before uh, yeah, there's probably one I did with uh, Brian Kurtz, who is a well-known marketing expert. He's been in marketing for about 40 years or something. Um, that interview went for about 50 minutes. So that's the longest one I've ever done. Uh, because he's a big name and he's a busy guy, then I'm surprised he actually went on for that long. But he went into a lot of details with his answers. Um, and we talked a lot about a guy called Eugene Swartz, who is um, – one of the best copywriters of all time. Um, he's passed away now, unfortunately. But um, Brian actually knew him personally, and uh, I was able to ask him questions, you know, uh, about Eugene, uh, personal questions, because he actually, you know, they were friends. He, he used to go around to his house, and um, yeah, for me that was just fascinating. Sort of, you know, for just your, your average forty-six-year-old guy living in Perth, Australia, who, who's a marketing freak. Um, being able to talk to Brian Kurtz about Eugene Swartz, it was, uh, I don't know, it was sort of like, it felt like a celebrity sort of thing and uh, it was just fascinating. So, um, yeah, that was probably out of all the episodes I've done, the, the one that I enjoyed and got the most value out of uh, from a personal point of view, yeah. So, so when you enjoy the most, what kind of a questions 
like for example, obviously when you have friends, when you're hanging out with your friends, there's so many different things that comes come across. And then some of the things you're like, oh my God, I was already thinking about that. So has there been a situation where you were interviewing somebody and you were enjoying it so much? Obviously that was one of the example where you asked some question that was like, wow, I didn't even think about those questions before. Oh, let me ever think about that. There's nothing actually that comes to my mind right right off the top of my head. Um, I'd probably have to ever, you know, oh, think about that before the before we got together. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's like the, the that's why I love this kind of formatting because when I go to for people's interview, I literally before I start, I like ask me the most challenging question you can think of because yeah, you did. I love. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it because that makes me think on my foot now and then also when somebody asks me I don't know like I have to think creatively and think like wow how can I answer that question best of my knowledge based on my experience so that's just me personally right so everybody's obviously well, different so well the, there is one question that I ask on, on every episode and that's what um, tools or what platforms you use for your business and there's a lot of interesting things that come up there like platforms that I've never heard of like you've introduced me to a few things I've never heard of before um and you go and check them out and you think oh okay because you know working at click funnels and building funnels and all of that you think that i you'd pretty much know most of the the stuff that's available out there but having talked to all of these people um and and seeing you know what they use in their business uh there's there's a lot of stuff out there that i had no idea about and um like you know for example some of the stuff that you've introduced me to as well as uh it's been really interesting yeah, that definitely, man, definitely. So, so what happens after you record your interview or your podcast? How much post production do you do? Or if yeah, you that's do? that's a good question because a lot of people are surprised when I tell them the answer to this. I I like to pretty much just get it up and out there. I don't really do any editing at all. Um, like sometimes the intro, I have to. Um, edit out the beginning of it because it's you know it's a bit odd but um, I don't really you know try to take out parts where you know there's ums and ahs and um, you know where someone's made a mistake or anything I, I see I find it's better just to keep it natural and real because you know everybody makes mistakes and um, you know not only that also but the time factor I just have simply haven't got the time um, even though I've got an assistant that's helping me to um, to upload and sort of put everything together, um, I don't really bother too much with 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 editing the podcast. But we do um, grab the YouTube video and pop uh, the, the video and pop it up on YouTube, and then we've got the audio version um, as well, which ends up on the podcast. And then my assistant um, transcribes the the podcast, and then we put that up on on the blog. Um, and there's actually that, which is related to. There's actually um, something I got introduced to recently. Uh, there's a platform that's specifically for podcasters where it um, it's not WordPress. It's it's specifically for podcasts, and it connects to uh, your service such as Libsyn or Simple Podcasts cloud or whatever and it pulls in all the information um, and all you have to do is then add the transcripts to it. So it's basically a, a content management system specifically for for podcasting um, 
I can't remember the name of it though. That's the only thing. Sorry, I, I might have to. It's fine. So, so in. just not the specific the name, but just I'm just curious now. Like, what does it do for the podcasters? Can you talk? Well, it's basically like a, a one-click thing where you click it, and then um, like ten within ten seconds, it connects to your podcast and it pulls in all the episodes. Um, okay. I think I know which one is I have used it myself just to test while testing it out because I always test out new things that are out there people are using I'm just, I'm just curious because I'm like in, so invested into this podcasting game so I'm like anything that comes out new I'm like I want to test this out so I know exactly what you're talking about there I think there's the, the free version of it and also the paid version of it with the free version I believe you can have one show and it will automatically transcribe if I'm thinking about the same one automatically transcribe all your podcasts that you upload into a show yeah that's exactly what it does i'm just trying to grab it now uh yeah i can't ex oh, here we go let me just find it here uh is it podpage.com pod pod sorry podpage.com oh i have i have not known that the, the one that i was thinking was called the audio bust it's called audio bust creator that's one that i was thinking about that's also great uh, yeah. yeah, so so now that I've given you the name, it makes a bit more sense. But yeah, podpage.com. So that I haven't actually used it yet, but uh, you can try it out for free. Um, so I think I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try because I'm not really a great fan of WordPress, to be honest with you. But um, I mean, it's the only real content management system that I know how to use. Oh, I had my set of troubles with WordPress in the past, but we won't go into it. Like literally because of the problems or countless number of problems i had with wordpress got me into the web development where i created my own content management system it's called oh, okay. Notepress, yeah, notepressjs.com it's like it's literally it was so many problems because i'm sure you felt it as well and anybody who uses wordpress every single time there's a new damn update that did pull it out your site breaks, at least it did for me, like every time, like clockwork. It got to the point, I'm like, oh, I can't deal with this. I'm spending more time fixing this site up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you've got lots of uh, plugins as well, then that creates problems too. So, yeah. Because the plugins can conflict with each other, but yeah, let's not go into the technical side of it. But yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It, it is definitely a nightmare. Yeah. So because of that, all that nightmare, I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna build my own stuff. I literally taught myself and everything else. So. I know how to do all that stuff. So I was like, okay, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. all right. So, so you don't do much recording, which is great because as long as you can keep it most of it raw, because like people like I feel like raw conversations rather yeah. than you know polished, very professional. People like I wouldn't listen to. Like for example, if you were to like always, I don't know why, but I always try to go back to like having a conversation on podcast interviews, like hanging out with your friends and just having a good time. And you know, if you go in there, let's say Friday night with your friends, and you say hello, how are you doing? And you look around on sideways, and you know, nobody wants to do that. <laughs> that's that's what happens when you have like too polished of an interview. That's yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So so you uploaded your stuff. And then what happens in terms of marketing your episode or podcast show for that matter? Do you do anything specific that or just I don't, I'm not sure, I have, what, sure what, what do you do? Yeah, I have an assistant that um, posts stuff on social media, um, okay. which 
includes quotes and you know past episodes of the show um and a few other things as well um plus whenever i have an episode you know i send the links to the person i've interviewed and i you know ask them feel or you know just say feel free to promote these these links and share them with anyone you want um because you know it's good exposure not just for me but for them as well um and yeah i mean there's there's a couple of weeks last month i noticed looking at the stats where you know i was getting like 50 or 60 downloads a day for about two weeks and i couldn't really work out why because it's not usually that much uh, not not so far anyway i mean it takes a while for you to build up a podcast but that was like a huge spike and it lasted for two weeks it wasn't like one or two days but that that must have been the only thing i can think of is it must have been from um whoever i've interviewed like promoting or maybe more than one person promoting those links and, and people are checking it out, um, you know, that are on their list or, or followers of those people. So um, I probably could spend a bit more time on promoting them, but um, I'm just sort of so busy at the moment that it's hard to keep up to date with everything. So uh, that's probably something I'll be more looking towards in the future. The whole purpose of doing these podcasts is really to, to build up an email list. That, that's what I want to be doing. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, obviously, it seems like your metric, because everybody has a different metric that they want to hit. Some people like, oh, hey, I want to increase the number of people listen to me. Other people like, I don't care what to listen. I want to increase my uh, my personal brand. Someone's like building your email list and then so many different ones. Obviously, it seems like your main objective will be to build an email list, which I feel like is a good thing to do because once you have a group of people then you can actually go and say, hey, by the way, I have my new podcast available. Send an email out to your list rather than, you know, going to a social media uh, platform where you have to go, hey, invest the time in here. As compared to you go to your email marketing platform, you spend about five minutes. Let's say if you have 2,000 people at bare minimum, right? You just send it out and all those people go check out your podcast and it will also help you increase in your ranking as well. So, yeah, definitely 100% agree with that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, I am monitoring the uh, the downloads. I'm pretty keen to to increase the number of downloads because that's obviously you know a measure of how much interest there is in the podcast and how many people are actually listening to it. But I mean, I, I really would like to start monetizing both of the podcasts. You know, with things like sponsorship and um, you know affiliate links as well, where you know you can be sending out emails and providing links to helpful and useful products that are going to help them um but also you know have my affiliate link on them as well so that it sort of funds the show because uh eventually i'd like to be rather than it costing me money i'd like to actually be making money from the podcasts so but it's not all about the money but um you know it, that that would help as well because obviously you know you, you need money to eat so yeah absolutely you know like i always said if you if your side business, let's just say, or side hustle, whatever you want to call it, if you're not making any form of money on it, it's just an expensive hobby that's gonna yeah. bankrupt. That's so right. Yeah. Always, always, always have and at the end of the day, like have a goal that I'm gonna make X amount of dollars. Doesn't matter if you're just starting out or you've been doing it for ten years. Don't do that. Just have a goal that you're gonna make X amount of dollars out of it because. Whatever time or the things you're purchasing, that's costing you money. So yes. why not have some sort of an ROI, return on your investments? Like, hey, if I put in $100 at the very beginning, 
I should at least make, if not $50, at least I, I'm only $50 loss of it. And then as I get better and better, then I'm gonna make a profit out of it. But don't just spend hundreds of hundreds of dollars and be like, okay, now I know what to, I don't know what to do. And I have a, my pockets are getting pretty, pretty broke. And my credit cards like get charged up and things like that. Just don't, definitely 100% with you. You should always have a plan to monetize whatever that you're doing. Yeah, I think you've got to be realistic about it as well, though, because um, usually the podcast won't, you know, like kick off for a bit. It takes about a year to build up a following and um, to be in the position to, to make money from it. In, in most cases, I mean, some people that are already big names can probably pull it off a bit earlier. But right. for me, I, I knew that I wasn't going to be making money from it, you know, in the first six to 12 months. But um, but once I've got over 100 episodes and, you know, I'm, I'm getting good at it and, you know, people are, um, I'm attracting good people to be on the show and, you know, people are getting value out of it, then from there should be able to start to build it up, um, you know, where... I can have some sponsorship on the show um, and and start building that email list. So yeah, that that's that's my goal eventually. Well, I'm assuming when you say you're gonna build your email list, you obviously I'm assuming obviously you're gonna use ClickFunnels to build your email list, isn't it? Or is that another software you're gonna use? Uh, yeah. So I mean, because I'm working there, we get free accounts. So um, you know, I'd be silly to to use something else. Because um, yeah, I mean, we we get the uh, the, the platinum account so that's got all of the features in there so so yeah I'm definitely using that i mean that that includes um an email system as well so um yeah so use click funnels to send out the emails and um send grid is the, the actual smtp service that sends the emails but click funnels is the interface where you put all the information in so yeah yep i'm fully aware of the saying rig i use that for my own proprietary email marketing software that i have that like behind scenes that's what it does like in terms of like my own email autoresponder and everything else about like talking about like a little software here because that's literally what i do is like build software that runs my business the way that i want it to it so yeah SunGrid is by far 100 percent better than any other uh tra transactional email software out there definitely better than a mail gun and a couple other ones so, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that yeah and it's not that expensive either not at all you pay pennies on a dollar for the amount of p the amount of emails that allow you to send is like unreal. yeah yep it's crazy so all right yeah all right so this part of the show what i want to ask you a two question which is like whatever that you know right now all the knowledge all the experiences that you have had if a 25 year old version of ask you for advice to get to where you are right now faster what advice would you give him yeah that's a good question um well probably the first thing is that rather than sort of working hard and working a lot of hours it's it's best to try to use as much leverage as possible um so, I mean, in my particular case, I would have preferred to have uh, owned a business, you know, a proper business a lot earlier on in life rather than just just working a job because uh, you're trading dollars for, you know, for hours in that particular case. And it's, it's, it's pretty difficult to, to make a lot of money. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
in investing, um, owning a business uh, that actually, you know, functions without you having to put a lot of your own personal effort into it. Um, they're the sort of things that I'd be focusing on. Um, also, um, becoming a, a good salesperson as well, because that's another good way to to leverage your efforts um, where you're getting paid commissions on, say, something like high ticket sales. Um, that's probably a few things that I would have liked to have got into, you know, a lot earlier, um, rather than sort of just, you know, working the job and, and being happy with that and sort of not, not aiming the bar a bit higher. So, yeah, you sort of, hopefully that sort of makes sense, but that's just a few things that I've noticed that, you know, I've worked hard for all of these years, but I could have been doing things a lot smarter and, uh, and getting other people to do the work for me. It's just a matter of knowing how to do that. Okay, fair, fair enough. And now what is the thing that really excites you that you're working on and what are your plans for that one thing in the future? Uh, well, at the moment, um, eventually I'm looking to, to actually own a SaaS company, which is the reason why I started up that SaaS Startup Stories podcast to sort of see how other people have, you know, got a, a SaaS business together because uh, the, the last thing that I want to do is invest money and, and, and waste money and, and that I'd like to have the, you know, to learn from other people how they've managed to make it work. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, that's the end goal, to end up owning a SaaS company. And in the meantime, uh, what I'm trying to do is generate leads for other SaaS companies as well and qualify them and then get paid a commission by referring those leads to um, a, a funnel agency that actually will deliver the work for, for the, the SaaS company. Um, so that's something at the moment that I'm focusing on um, and sort of learning more about how, how SaaS companies work as well. Um, so, you know, by becoming like a, a salesman for SaaS companies and getting paid a commission and also by doing this podcast at SaaS Startup Stories as well as the other podcast as well because that's the marketing side of it because, um, you know, funnels is that, that's what a SaaS company needs to use to, to actually sell the product. So between that, all of those sort of things, the end goal is to end up owning a SaaS company uh, and, and yeah, sort of in, investing in other SaaS companies as well. I'm not, I'm not sure if you've heard of a guy called Nathan Latka. I have not. Uh, okay, because uh, on his podcast, they actually ask a few of the similar questions to what you've asked me, but uh, he... He basically invests in SaaS companies and he wrote a book, How to Become a Capitalist Without Any Capital. Uh, and a lot of the stuff that's in that book has sort of inspired me um, to, yeah, to, to use his methods. So, yeah, it's just interesting. Smart guy. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like he's a smart guy, you know? It's like, it's, yeah, it's well, like, he's why a, I, go ahead. He's a lot younger than me and uh, he... he he runs a podcast as well, um, and he, he has an episode one every day where he actually interviews SaaS companies as well, but he's talking more about the financial side of it, like, you know, venture to ca venture capital and all that sort of stuff. 
Um, but yeah, it's just interesting listening to his interviews and a lot of the stuff that he does has inspired me as well. That's good, man. I'm glad somebody inspired you because, you know, I feel like if you are not learning, you're not inspiring. If you're not getting inspiring, then you're existing. If you're existing, then you're going to die pretty soon. Like, like not physically, but mentally. And then you will be so poor. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. You're just going through the motions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, guys. So first of all, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. And can you let my audience know where can they find you if they want to reach out to you? Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, first of all. I really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, if you wanted to email me, it's pretty straightforward. It's just scott at scottdudley.com. Um, and, yeah, I've got my two podcasts. So, once again, you, you can see the URLs there um, in the background. So, for the SaaS Startup Stories, which is – that's a new podcast. Um, I've only done, like, a couple of episodes so far on that. So, www.sasstartupstories.com. And then the other – podcast to do with funnels funnel fellow radio it's just funnelfellowradio.com so yeah they're the best places awesome man hey man uh, once again thank you so much for being here i appreciate it and guys all the links that he mentioned i will put them in the show notes for you so make it easier for you to go click on it check them out gibbs got a guy he's an amazing guy check him out and wish you much 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 success in your future scott and thank you for being here once again Thanks, Mark. Really appreciate it.